0: Hi, guys, it's Nikki. Welcome back to another IMPR episode. Today, we are introducing a new type of episode, which you can probably see by the title, which is called Nikki's Corner and on other days, DJ's Corner. So, this is a part of the podcast where DJ and I can express our current thoughts, things that we're interested in, poetry music almost anything that is on our minds as an opportunity for us to upload to the podcast without it having to be an official episode so on today's episode i talked to you guys what's been on my mind lately getting out of a rut body image issues so much more so i'm really thankful that you guys have joined us here today and i'll see you guys in just a second It is not that brave to say you love your body only after you've contorted it to precisely what you want it to look like. It is not that brave to say you don't care about possessions when you have access to everything in the world. It is not that brave to say you aren't motivated by money when you have enough of it. When you only find happiness and peace after you've fixed every flaw, mastered every challenge, and are living decidedly in the quote after part of the picture of your life, you have not resolved anything. You have only enforced the idea that you cannot be okay until everything is perfect. The truth is, is that you do not change your life when you fix every piece and call that healing. You change your life when you start showing up exactly as you are. You change your life when you become comfortable with being happy here, even if you want to go forward. You can change your life when you can love yourself, even though you don't look exactly the way you want to. Brianna Wiest this quote came up on my feed the other day and it was such an important thing for me to read because of this time in my life that i'm currently going through i feel like i'm getting out of this sort of two-month rut where my mental health has not been at its best but i'm still working at it every day to show up and be my authentic self and that is not limited to my personality but it also encompasses my mood where I'm at and showing up as who I am and something that has been really preoccupying my mind which is something that it is something that's definitely still a sensitive topic for me right now is body image I didn't know for the longest time that there's a lot of, and I'm not a therapist, I wanted to clarify this, I, I don't have credentials at all, this is just the information that I've gathered through my own therapy and knowledge. There is a lot of, there is a lot of symptoms that coincide in body dysmorphia and OCD, I've struggled with my body image issues since high school, but the earliest I can remember being very aware of my weight and what I looked like was maybe perhaps the sixth or fifth grade of elementary school. That was when I started looking up things about such as my my thighs are too big, going on Google and trying to figure out how to lose thigh fat. And these are really this is a really hard topic to touch on because it is so prevalent so there's this feeling of not being able to do it justice then there's also this feeling of trying not to make it so cheesy because there's often times where we can get really caught up in wanting to spread a positive message but I think that can also hinder us and it can also lose its way I don't know, but these past few months have been hard for me because not only with the weather, but especially my body image issues, and this is something that I'm still working through and still understanding, and something that I've realized is that a lot of my goals that have been tied to my body are goals that have been sold to me and are not necessarily me. I started working out, I started watching my food with the idea that I really wanted to take care of myself. I really wanted to see if it would change my mental health at all. And while those things still ring to be true, I think having a healthy diet and going to the gym can really do wonders for your mental health. I think it can also be an excuse for self-punishment. And this is something that is constantly being fed to us through social media and other forms of media, even in the people that we love. You know, I grew up with family members talking about bodies and what their bodies look like at a certain age. And that, that is not on them to blame, you know, it's embedded in our culture. But from what i've realized these past couple of days after talking to my close friend over the phone was that i have to remind cut off for a second <laughs> i have to remind myself of my values so i don't get lost in the echo chamber of what everybody thinks your life should look like and this did not only go for my body it went for my personal goals as well not too long ago i reread fahrenheit 451 by ray bradbury i had to read it in high school for a class but i reread it for my own enjoyment and it put me in this perspective where i could zoom out and i could look at my life or what it was and see how there are certain systems that reinforce ideas so much so that you forget to listen to yourself and your own goals and your own needs. My life has not been linear these past couple of years. When I graduated in high school, I didn't go to school for two years. And now I found myself at a community college and I went there because I really desired to learn again. And if you were talking to my high school me, middle school me, elementary school me, I am not where I ever thought that I would be. And there's so much stigma around not only choosing your own path, but also community college in itself. But I'm here now and I've really loved the education that I've had. I've loved the accessibility. I've loved the people. Something that I really love about community college is that you are placed in a world where it's not necessarily a college town, but you're surrounded by people of all walks of life. And because of this exposure, it really humbles you, especially at this age. I, I have friends around me that go to colleges, have the standard experience, and those are all great experiences for them. But for myself personally, I've discovered that that's not the life that I'm living currently. That's not the path that I chose. And I'm really enjoying the life that I'm living right now. I've made really great connections in my time at school. I've had a lot of new ways to experience my life without the ideas that the idea that you have to go to college straight out of high school finish in four years, figure out what you want to do, get married, have kids, those dreams feel very... It's not what I want, and it's not what matches with me. And so I'm proud to say that I am very quite grateful to be living the life that I'm living. But even then, as I was reading Fahrenheit 451, there's these parts in this book, not even the parts, the whole premise of this book is... These people are being bombarded constantly with media, with televisions that encompass their whole house, cover their whole house. People are constantly being stimulated. And a part of me wants to think, part of me thinks and hopes it's not this way, that this is where we are right now. And I don't think that's fully true because I accessed this really great quote at the beginning for a reason on my Instagram. I've met really great friends through social media platforms and have met up with them in person. I've accessed so much great knowledge through media. My therapy is done online. You know, it's not to say that all these things are bad, but it really zoomed me out into this perspective where I was reminded that It's so important to remind yourself of your own values because in a world where we are constantly bombarded, not only by the media, but people around us of what they think we should do, you can really easily lose yourself in it. And I feel like that might be redundant. I feel like I said a little bit of that earlier, but... Even then, sometimes, and I've been really diligent about this, I think to myself, a lot of my friends are graduating this year, and that's making me feel a little bit behind. What can I do to catch up? And I don't even realize until I'm down this downward spiral of my own mind, do I really value that? Do I really value catching up to this imaginary timeline when I have my life to live right now? I've grown really proud of the person that I've become to be the past couple of years and that does not exile my flaws. I used to think that I would become proud of myself when I might have been fully recovered from when I might have finally reached this image of what I think my body should look like. But I think the true joy is being proud of yourself when you're at, wherever you're at, even if you're not doing so well, even if you're not at this sort of look that everybody thinks you should be at or you think you should be at, or if you're on a certain path that you never thought that you'd find yourself on, I don't think that you should exile parts of yourself in order to celebrate yourself. And so I think this podcast, this message today and what i have to say for myself because it's so important for me to remind myself of these values is that it's important to celebrate yourself wherever you are to acknowledge the growth that you've made and to let yourself relax. I during this phone call that i had with my friend that i mentioned earlier we were talking about how things like self-development, goals, constantly pushing yourself out of your comfort zone They're all great things, but at the same time, with this culture in America that reinforces constantly working towards something and achieving status, achieving money, it's so easy to not only apply that to money, to corporate jobs, but it's also easy to apply that to your own development as a human being. People can maximize off of that. And... I don't want to demonize any courses that people put out there because I think they can be really helpful, but self development courses are out here now. There's different products like green juices or, I don't know, powders <laughs> that are being sold to us because it is so really important for us to be healthy. That's wealth, right? That's wealth in some way. But at the same time, it's created the, sort of this culture around our humanness that I don't think should be there at least it's not inherent to me right now in this time of my life I don't feel like reading self-development books all the time I don't feel like watching YouTube videos on how to improve my productivity (laughs) I just feel like being me and I think that's the best thing that I can do for myself in this moment and maybe it is for anybody who else who's listening out there right now but I overheard this conversation once I was in school and this woman was saying to somebody America is obsessed with happiness it's one of the top countries obsessed with happiness but we certainly don't have it here and I think that's reflected in the way that in the ways that we've been living here and I know that doesn't apply to everybody but it's something that I've been chewing on. And I recently came across this video on my Instagram reels and she was talking about feelings like shame, sadness, and letting it be known that these are feelings for us to explore, not exile, because it might be detrimental to our self growth or our worthiness. When do we start accounting our emotions for what we're worth? Why did we think that because we have low confidence on some days that that means something is inherently wrong with us? Why is that just not entirely human, especially in this world with the way that we're functioning right now? I don't have many resolutions, but I do know a couple of things. I do know this, especially through going through exposure therapy for my OCD, it is so important to live in the uncertainty. No amount of reassurance can tell you that things are going to turn out all right. And I don't mean this in a very cynical way because I'm most of the time a glass half full kind of person, but living in uncertainty, not necessarily always having to answer your own questions all the time is so healthy. The second thing that I know is that there are moments in my life where I feel untouchable. This could be a moment with a friend. This could be a moment when I'm walking the streets, when I'm traveling. This could be when I'm in my bedroom and I'm basking in the beauty of the rain falling against my windows and being obsessed with the sound. There, These are untouchable moments where i feel all right and even though there's been pain in my life there's been things that i wish i'd never have to go through or ever do again you know in those moments i feel all right and i'm untouchable and even though sometimes things like mental health or any struggles that we go through externally or internally feel like they contain us i know deep down that at the same time while we can break as humans we can also never really be broken. It's a paradox. And that leaves me, I guess, with the last thing is that we're constantly living in paradoxes and I feel like I'm living in that right now. While I am quite insecure sometimes, I'm also most mo- <laughs> I'm also the most sure of myself I've ever been. While I also still face body poor like very very poor body image days I also can look at myself in the mirror sometimes and really appreciate the beauty that I do have and resides within me sometimes I feel selfish sometimes I'm a very giving person and that in itself is the human condition and I've been really needing to give myself the permission to be just that so I think that sums up the end of my conversation today. This podcast episode was quite anxiety-inducing just a little bit because I've never really recorded a podcast episode without constantly having to pause myself. But what I've realized this lately is that the message of this podcast is imperfection personified. I'm imperfect and this podcast episode is my imperfection personified. So Thank you guys so much for listening today. I really appreciate you and I'll see you next time. Please be sure to share this podcast if you've enjoyed it and please be sure to subscribe to it on whatever platform you are on. And if you ever, ever want us to touch on a certain topic, have a question, I'm more than happy to answer. You can Instagram DM us. us. I'm not quite sure how to send messages here on Spotify, which is what I'm recording on but feel free to reach out. We have our handles in the description and I'd be more than happy to talk to you guys. See you guys next time. Bye.